Probably. I'm Mitch, and joining me is my trusty partner, Luke. Yeah, I'm a trusty partner. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the very first podcast of the year. Woo! 2018 year. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, 2018. Last year, we didn't properly get to say goodbye. Mm. Now, we just want to thank Miss McClue, because yeah. she spent so many hours... Um, every setting week, up the podcast every every, like, every week, and we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't mm. for her. This year, last year, any year, two thousand twenty-five, and she's doing it the, again a whole another year. Mm. So if you see, see Miss McClure, just applaud her. Yeah, just go applaud her. You legend. Yep. Actually, maybe don't say that. That's kind of weird and awkward. Yeah. But, you know, we just want to thank you, Miss McClure, for so, your Luke, hard work. How's it feel back to be back at school? Um, After a in hand? one in some ways I'm seeing my friends again. In some ways it's punishing. No, I'm just kidding. Punishing. Well, you know it's it's hard to go back from waking yeah, up in the day like tell. oh I'm tired to yeah, go and run like, and go to school. It's like you just wake up like oh yeah every day, but then we have to wake up and like get dressed, get, and dressed, get, get ready. School. Yeah. Back to school. <laughs> so, um, how's in your class? I really like it. My mm. teacher's good. I've well, got some cool people in my classroom. By the way, I'm in Luke's class. Everything he says. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, no, you could like someone more or less than me. I don't know. Mm. Now, anyway. we need to do a wrap-in. Yeah. Wrap-in like do. a burrito from Subway. It's like week three. There's no rest at Wembley. Wembley Primary School is full of thingy magics. Yes. You start us off, Mitch? Uh, so the first two or three weeks are all about getting back into the swing of things in the classroom. But we but we have already held our swim team trials in week two. Mm. And the 5-6 beach program is running down at Port Melbourne. The final session is next oh, yeah, week. We've been doing that every mm. Monday. We've actually got to be in the podcast about that. Mm. We've had hockey clinics for the, one, the year ones and twos. Oh, yeah. I remember we had that. Oh, did yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, I think it was just... Oh, I don't know. I remember we did hockey and it was pretty fun. And the school held its first meet and greet session last night. So that's Wednesday, in case this is being uploaded on Friday. And, and the second will be tonight on Thursday. That's an opportunity for parents to come in and meet the teacher, see the classroom, and generally, basically, just communicate everything important, etc. Uh, next week, uh, week four, we have we have the district swim carnival on the twenty third of February. So, and you know what's good about the twenty third of February, Mitch? What's good about the twenty third of February? Five days till my birthday. Oh. oh, it's also like five days till like camp starts, but you know. Oh yeah, I've got it yeah. Now. My birthday's on camp, which is. <laughs> Cake. I'm looking even further ahead. Week five, the grade six are off to Canberra, as I oh, said. You just said and the three four are starting the swimming program, which is kind of well, actually it's nothing like the beach program, but it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, next up we have <gasps> Terry. Terry's welcome. welcome. Not Mr. Lawless. Terry. Terry's. So, uh, here's the interview with Terry. <laughs>
the principal of uh, Wembley Primary School, this amazing school, is Mr. Terry. I mean, Terry. Not Mr. Lawless, Terry. Terry, yes, Terry. And without uh, Terry, this school would be completely different. We wouldn't have the adventure playground, no Gaga pit. We wouldn't have an upgraded friendship gun. No. He's, a, he's, a, he's a great principal. Hmm. And he just wanted to introduce himself, get get things, not introduce himself, but get things going for this year. And he's made, we've got a little interview with him. And if you remember last year, he was the first interview from last year as mm. well. So, doing it again this year. Yeah. So this here is it is. Nate. Hi, I'm Tessa. I'm Nicola. And I'm Subaru. And we're from the 2018 Podcasting Club. Also from 2017 too. So, um... Today we are here with Terry, Miss, also known as last year Mr. Lawless, our principal. And Would you like to say hi? Hello, everyone. <laughs> and um, last year, his interview was um, one of our very first interviews um, to go on our podcast last year. So I guess it only seems right that he kicks off What Up Wembley this year. So we're just going to ask you a few questions and... Yeah. How was how was your holiday? I had a wonderful holiday. I um, had Christmas in Shepparton with my family, and then from Shepparton I went to Beechworth for a week and had a wonderful time up there. And then I came back from Beechworth on New Year's Day, and then I spent the rest of my time in Williamstown coming in to make sure that the soccer pitch and the gaga pit were being completed correctly. So I spent a lot of time around school in January as well. Um, what is your vision for Wembley in 2018? My vision for Wembley is for it to continue as a professional learning community with children really engaged in their learning and teachers working to support the students with their learning. Um... What was one of your, like, biggest highlights of, twi- uh, of 2017 and, like... Um, probably my... Student learning is always a highlight for me, but I think one of the biggest highlights for 2017 was getting the master plan for the grounds completed. So I think that was a really major, major achievement, creating the... Adventure playground, creating the nature play area, doing up the Anzac garden and the friendship garden, and then getting the soccer pitch replaced, as well as putting in a wonderful gaga pit that's getting great use now. And what are you looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to all students learning at high levels. And that means really focused teaching in the classrooms and focused learning in the classroom, that all children are succeeding and doing really well in their learning this year. Um, have you had a go in the Gaga pit yet? <laughs> the answer is yes. But I didn't stay in for a whole game because I was worried that the little kids were going to beat me. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. But I do go down and watch the students play there a lot, and it, it's, no, it's very noticed. It's very um, popular, yeah, and lots of kids are wanting to use it. 
and the building and grounds are actually thinking about maybe putting in a second one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like for the high school and the lower school, so it's not so like all crowded. Would that be a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. So we're thinking about it, we're looking into it at the moment. Mm. I'm going to ask you a question now. Yeah. Yes. What other things could we do to improve the school grounds so they're even better? Ooh. Ooh. That's a hot one. Yeah, I was about to say that I love the new grounds. Maybe for like preppies, maybe make the prep playground a bit bigger. Oh, yes, that's a good idea. Because there's getting more and more preppies. Yeah, and sometimes uh, on the first few days or when we just come back, the prep playground is just like covered with right, preps. Because right, right. yeah. what you're saying, Sigrid, is that we've done a really good job with the school grounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't think we can improve them further. But there's always something we can do to improve yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, I mm. think with the prep playground, maybe it could be a bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So more area for the preppies. Yeah. Mm. How do you enjoy doing What's Up Wembley? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I didn't really adopt the child because I didn't actually get in, but I, I just came and watched some and then I ended up doing my whole project. So. All right, so what do you love about it? Well, I think I like it, be, I love it because we get to learn so much about like other teachers in the school and students and uh, when I first went my very first interview I was extremely nervous and didn't really know what to expect but now it's kind of like every time I learn something new so you're and becoming much more confident as an interviewer yeah, yeah. You, may, you may go into television as an interviewer maybe, maybe. so you've learned some skills from doing it as well definitely and you've gained confidence and I think the other really good thing is that it's around sharing information with the community about what's going on in the school, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I also like that um, it puts me out of my comfort zone because I'm a shy mm. person, I guess. So um, it kind of makes me more connected to the school. And, and it forces you to be connected to yeah. the school. Thank you for um, this lovely interview. Hope you have a nice day and bye. It was my pleasure, girls, and thanks for coming in and spending some time with me. Thank you. Thank you so much. So it's nice to hear from Terry at a new school year, Mm -hmm. just to see his thoughts on the year and what he's expecting, and it's nice to hear from him. Yeah. But coming up next with the interview... Is live from, from the, the container. container. Except it's not, yeah, yeah, except it's not actually in a container. But it's live from the container, which yeah. is coming up next. So now we have our weekly interview with Grant called Live from, from the, the container. container, where we hear about all the school grounds and how the grounds are going at school. Yeah. <laughs> so here it is. I'm Nicola. And today we're here with Grant for, for Life in the Container, but not actually in the container. And we're just going to be asking him a few questions about what's new. So what is new? What's new? We've got a new ladder um, going up to the top level of the treehouse in the Adventure Playground. Uh, and that's pretty exciting. And we've got a gaga pit 
and we've got new turf on the AstroTurf area on the soccer pitch. And we've also got um, the Cash and Aiden Memorial Goal Square. Yeah. A um, synthetic surface so that kids can just pound into the ground at the goal square without destroying the grass. Well, it's called the Cash and Aiden um, Goal Square because they are probably the most committed footballers that this school has ever seen. And they're out there. Their pre-season started in um, November, October, I think. Yeah, amazing guys. <laughs> Tell us more about the Gaga Pit. The Gaga Pit is a timber construction made out of non-toxic pine. So it's not copper chrome arsenic treated pine. It's a different type of pine. And it was installed in an area that was previously not utilised. It was sort of surrounded by those aluminium chairs. You remember those aluminium? So we pulled those out because we were resurfacing the whole area. And we, we thought, what a great spot for a gaga pit. And so we had the synthetic grass guys construct it over Christmas and it's been like reasonably popular. With the um, football oval, are you going to turn that all into fake grass or are you going to leave it real? Well, you'd think given the state of it at the moment that that's what we're doing, but that's because the synthetic grass guys drove their trucks, dumped their um, skip bins all over it and generally it copped a bit of a hiding over that Christmas period but we are going to persevere with the grass we're going to keep an area that still has a natural surface to it Why aren't you going to ask me about how my holidays were or anything like that I mean, you know, is there any Well, They were pretty good, thanks Um <laughs> I went over to our shack and we had, we had a little boat. We took a little boat. We towed it all over the way over there to Scale Bay on the Air Peninsula. And um, it's got a Suzuki 30 four-stroke uh, DFA motor. And um, yeah, we went out and caught a lot of whiting. And I caught some big tuna as well too. Do you want to see a picture? But anyway... How were your holidays? You're not still recording, are you? No. Oh. How were your holidays? Did you think about plants and um, school? No. You didn't? How come not? Because um, I just wanted to enjoy my school holidays. Mm. School is a bad word on the holidays. Yeah, I know. That thing. You couldn't mention it in our house. Um, so, are you guys happy with the way the... Um, the grounds and, and the schools looking at the moment. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. I like the new fake grass because it's like a lot fluffier. It's a lot fluffier. Yeah. yeah. It's good. And like the gaga pit too because that's Everyone's awesome. Do you like, do you play in there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Only when it's hard day though. Yeah. Well, there, there is talk. I have heard a rumour and you've heard it first here on back, on in the container. This is a scoop for you girls. There could be maybe a second Gaga pit coming. That's right. A second one? Yeah. But everyone will be going to that one and no one will be going to the old one. Yeah. 
Or is it like um, one Gaga pip for like the youngers? And one for the oldest? Either way, there's going to be two Gaga pits. Yeah. Maybe two Gaga pits. Um, and kids can play. It's going to be so Gaga much fun. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's great. It's uh-huh. a good game. Everyone seems to manage it well. They regulate it well. Yeah. People get on. I haven't seen any chons or any beef in the Gaga pit. <laughs> hey? Mm-hmm. No? Well, that's good. That's the Wembley way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Righto, girls. I'm going to go do some stuff. Okay. Thank Thank you for letting us interview you. No worries. I really do like the things the Gren has done around the school for us. The Avenger Playground's great. Don't Mm, use that often, but it is great. Yes, Gaga Pit. A lot of others like it. It's very popular. Yeah, it's very popular. Gaga, I I like it, but, you know, it's getting... It's getting... Slightly old, but it's 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 not getting mouldy. Just just a bit, just a bit off. If you know what I mean. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yep. Yeah, he's done a lot of great stuff for this school. We just and we thank him for all his we work. Thank him for all the stuff that he's done. Um. So, and we hope there's more to come. Mm. More to come. <laughs> so now we have the new staff at Wembley. An interview with the new staff. And see how they're going. Mm. So there's a few staff members that are quite new to the school this year. A.K.A. teachers. Yeah. So new teachers, you know, can be from someone who has literally maybe like just joined the school or maybe they're assistant teachers or maybe they've just mm-hmm. gone away for a while and come back. Yes, yes, mm. yes, yes. Anyway, no matter who you are, what you've come from or where you are, or something like that, I don't know. Here you are, in an interview. So today we're here with two new staff members to Wembley and we're just going to be asking them a few questions. So the first question is, what year levels are you teaching? Uh, my name's Erin and I teach level four. And I'm Ryan and I teach grade one. Um, second question, tell us about your background, like teaching and home life. Um, so before I became a teacher, I was an interior designer and before I was an interior designer, I was a graphic designer and I did, I always decided that I would never be a teacher because my mum was a teacher and she said, never be a teacher. It's so difficult and it's hard work. And so I tried to be a graphic designer and I thought, well, it's a bit boring. Tried to be an interior designer. It's a bit boring. And then I tried teaching and I love it because I get to make and create and do fun things all day long. So my mum was wrong. And anyone out here that hears that teaching is hard work and not fun, it is fun all day long. Uh, I originally did a psychology degree and then I decided a little bit earlier than Erin that I wanted to be a teacher. (laughs) But it's, I think... It is a bit of hard work. I don't think you got that bit right, but it is very fun, and I'm really happy to be here. Um, so what were your first impressions of Wembley? 
my first impressions were there were a lot of blue shirts. I'm not used to being in a school with so many blue units, so much blue. Um, and then I thought, wow, everyone here is really, really friendly and kind. And I've noticed that I've made a lot of mistakes on yard duty, like telling people to go this direction when they want to go that direction. And everyone has always said, actually, at Wembley, it goes this way. And I wonder if you need help. And everyone has very good values and everyone's really gentle and kind. I think that you guys also have the best school grounds I've seen in any school that I've ever been at. The adventure play area was... That's sensational. Every time I'm on yard duty there, I actually want to go and play instead of doing my job. Uh, the new soccer pitch, the Gaga pit, you guys have been very well looked after. What hobbies or interests do you have? Um, I used to play field hockey. I was pretty good at that. And I used to play um, softball. I was played A-grade softball and A-grade hockey. Um, but now I'm a bit older and a bit lazier, um, so I just do general yoga and exercise. And I'm also very much an illustrator, so I do a lot of graphic design on the computer still for fun. I work for the Williamstown Theatre Company and I do their program. Um, and I do lots of fun graphic design jobs for all my friends. Uh, I like to ride my bike. I like to do yoga as well as Aaron. I also am about to get a new dog, so I think that'll be taking up a fair bit of my time. Um, more about your dog. Um, what type of dog are you going to get and what do you think of naming it? Great questions. I don't exactly know. I'm thinking maybe of rescuing an ex-greyhound racing dog, but I haven't done my research yet, so you've got me a little bit early there. But I'll come back in and talk all about my dog when I have it. Now, here are just some. Here are just some uh uh, I've had a bi- I've had a dog um, before, and this is some experience. Um, to be honest, um, big dogs are, um, big dogs are much easier to tame than little dogs because little dogs always yap, and big dogs just bark. So uh, it's uh, I would recommend getting a bigger dog, not a little dog. This is um, the question most people struggle with. So could you tell us a joke? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're going to have to cut a big blank spot for a second for me. Um, Pause it. Give me a pause. What did the other teachers do? Uh, So there was a teacher called Mr Hart and uh, he told a really bad dad joke and it was, um, what's green and has wheels? Grass. He lied about the wheels. <laughs> that's and that was I think that's probably. Funny. Does that say how old we are? Yeah, if we laughed that means we're and they old didn't. and we're yeah. teachers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you can't tell a joke, you probably are going to become a teacher. He <laughs> <laughs> tried to tell the um, the orange one, mm-hmm. like the orange and banana joke. Yeah, but then he failed. By what was it? He got it wrong. Yeah. Did he mess up the punchline? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so instead of saying, um, what, what does, because um, like, knock knock, who's there, orange, and then he said that for like 
50 times and he was like, knock, knock, who's that apple? Aren't you glad I didn't say orange again? But he didn't <laughs> say that. That's quite good. I need to have one ready. Can you think of any jokes now? <laughs> no. not, not after that reception. Yeah. And not now that I know that I'm going to be teased. Yeah. I'll tell a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> what is the funniest teaching memory? <laughs> one of my grade ones farted this morning, so that's pretty funny. <laughs> Actually, funny. I last week, or maybe week one, the eating bell went and I sent all the kids outside because I didn't know there was two lunch bells. And they were walking around wondering where everybody was and they all came back to class. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. I thought, it's a very quiet lunchtime out there. What's going on? Yeah. Um, I think because it allows me to be creative and sporty um, and to work with people who are learners and I love being around people that are constantly learning because that's who I am too, mm. I think. That's the main reason. Yeah, every day you get to do something important. There's never a day that you're just doing something that's boring meaningless or, or boring. Yeah. Exactly. Every day you're, tr you're helping people. What are you excited about for this year? Um, definitely to um, see more of what Wembley does that I've never done before and to try new things as a teacher. Are you excited for the camp? Yeah, I'm definitely excited about camp. Year four has not yet decided where they're going, so that's oh, a real dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um, but also my daughter's started at Wembley. She's in grade two. Uh, with Mr King, so I'm excited to see the people that she's going to meet and the adventures she's going to have at Wembley. Oh no! What happened last year? Uh, the kids ate chicken and they got sick. Ooh. Oh. Oops. Yeah, didn't they like the vomit or something? The chicken was undercooked or something. Or something. They prepared it with the vegetables. And you can't have raw meat. Yeah. And uh, they, they start crying. Well, this is some bad publicity here, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, what is your favourite foods? Ooh, I love chocolate. <laughs> Look, okay, here's a funny story. My husband was asked that at his work in front of all these corporate people that work for Victoria Tourism, very important people. And his favourite food, he's a world traveller, he's travelled all over the countries in everywhere he's been to every country in the world and his favorite food is watermelon so I was very embarrassed by that answer for him because he could have said anything in the world and I love all foods so I watch all the master food shows and my kitchen rules and everything and everything on SBS I love eating but I am a terrible cook so if you said what do I like to cook I would say nothing but what do I like to eat and I would say everything Anything? Uh, I try, but I'm, yeah, I'm much better at eating than cooking. Um, thank you guys for letting us interview you. It was a pleasure, and we'll see you, and we'll see you next time in, in another podcast. Bye. And we Bye. hope you enjoy Wembley. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
so that's nice to hear from them. Um, also, if you didn't know, they weren't the only new teachers. There's been some teachers that were also um, like a, uh, like substitutes, which was uh, Mr. Elliot and Mr. McDonald. And, and Caitlin, the French teacher. Yes, yes. And we also have some teachers that have returned because they took a, some time off, which was uh, Lisa Baker, uh, Miss Mickey, and Vassie, which you also know as Miss Darkangelo. Yeah. I think that's Miss Yeah, we think so. Yeah. Anyway, as much as there are also new teachers, there are new activities at the school, one of them being the beach program. Which is coming up next. Even though it's not like you, but yeah. <laughs> thing that mm, grade mm. fives and sixes do and we've been doing it on Mondays and it, 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 it it's it's great it Honestly, focuses more on beach safety than swimming itself yeah but last year we had a really bad beach pro- although it was good but it was it always was, really bad weather and so it was we, like cloudy and cold yeah. and, and except this year it's like sunshine happiness mm, yes lollipops rainbows you know Sunshine, lollipops, and sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, it, it it's been great weather, and we were in the water like basically all day last week, and yeah, it was, it's been great. So we have lots of interviews with people at the um, beach program. One's with the lifeguards, and one of them was it, with us because which we is, had a bit of an incident with our school shorts. And one with us with some other kids. Yeah. So have a listen. Yeah. I am with Lucas Maracheski. What happened? I was walking back to shore from my first group um, after just messing around and stuff um. and training. <laughs> and um, I felt something prick my knee, and I thought it was like a bit of glass that might have cut my knee. But then um, I, I, I was trying to like pick the glass off or something, and then I was like, it's slimy, and I'm like, oh, I must have got stung by a jellyfish. And then must have drifted over to Lucas as well because no. he was in the same group as me. Yeah. How bad was it? Was yeah, it? It was just like a little prick, like a bit of a pinch at the start. But then it, well, yeah. it's ginormous now. It covers almost half of my knee. So you are. So you. Oh. His one isn't as bad. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Really? Uh, let me see. Add, oh, oh, yeah, that's rash. big. Out of ten, Lucas, how bad is it? Um, what, what maybe pain a rating would you give it? pain rating eight. Anything that stings bad is like an eight, nine. And what have you been given to, to help? Ice. Ice. Ice in a polystyrene cup. Ice, ice, baby. All right, guys, this is for the podcast. How was the pier jump? Good. Yeah? Yep. yep. Were you scared? Uh, kind of. Mm, no, not really. What about you, Eden? Were you scared? No, not at all. All right, easy? No. Sometimes, I, I sort of, it might have been, sometimes, like, people were like, yeah, no, should I do it? No. No, I was like, that got me a little bit worried, but I did it and it was really fine. You glad you did it? Yeah. Good. Hi, uh, this is Tessa and Nicola from 2018 Podcasting Club. And here we have... Daryl from Port Melbourne Lifesaving Club. Uh-huh. Um, so we're just here today doing the beach program, um, the 5-6 beach program, and we'd like to ask you a few questions. Of course. Okay, so how long have you been doing uh, the beach program? So the beach program we've been doing for Wembley for probably 14 years. Since my two boys went to Wembley Primary School, 
they went there, you know, back in um, 19, oh, 2003 maybe. What's your favourite part about the beach program? Just being on the beach, getting out in the sun, beach. down on the beach, yep, enjoying the weather. How long have you been a lifesaver? I've been a lifesaver since 1982. Mm. A long do, time. Do you like it? I do like it, that's why I've been doing it so long. And why do you like lifesaving? Um, I've always been like the outdoors, I like to go surfing. And I like um, being part of a community, volunteers, volunteering, and helping the public. Make sure everyone's safe. Um, what's your favourite part of the beach program? Um, seeing all the kids when they first come down, how they're not sure about the water and how they're not confident on the surfboards. And by the time we finish the program, how they can use the surfboards and swim and be confident down the beach and know all the um, dangers of the beach and, and enjoy the beach more. Thank you, Daryl. Um, hope you have a nice day. Hello. Okay. See you. Yeah. Thanks, girls. Bye. Hope you enjoy the rest of the program. So, this is for the purposes of the podcast. Okay. I'm talking to Mitchell. Mitchell's going to explain what exactly. Oh, and Luke. Fancy that. What has happened to your shorts, boys? Well, um, I because I, I was so excited about the jumping off the pier. Yes. I just ran to the pier, and now I got sandy wet pants. And Luke. Well, I, we, we, it was like go go go. So I had to like get my shoes off, and I just kind of forgot. And now it's all sandy. Oh dear. Yeah. Indeed, we did get our pants wet from jumping into the pier with our school shorts on. Because we had our bathers underneath it. Because we got dressed at school and our bathers underneath it. So, and I forgot to take off my pants. So. So that was, uh, that was pretty, pretty. But to be honest, Miss McCauley did a great thing. Put them in the sunlight. Mm, and yes. then, actually, was it Miss McCauley? I'm not sure who it yeah, was. It was I'm pretty sure it was Miss McCauley. It was, yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be all wet. And it was just fine. Yeah, it was dry. Mine was pretty dry. Not completely. Not completely, but it was, dry. It was dry enough. Mm-hmm. So, what overall, was... the beach program is pretty fun. Yeah, my favourite activity was definitely the first one because you got to dive through hoops and, like, oh, yeah. save your friends. Like, I'm coming for you with the noodles and all that. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Mm. The G-boards thing was, it was good. I, w- I think I was better at it than the second time I did it, the second day we yeah. did it. Well, that, that's what always happens. It yeah. makes perfect. So, now, talking about The world, like, literally the biggest, I don't even, it, it's got so popular since it was first installed. The Gaga Pit. Yeah. Which is coming up next. So Gaga Ball came from a year five camp, which is Kangarooby. And there the person says, oh, we've got a brilliant sport or game called Gaga Ball. And everyone's like, oh, what's that? And then we hop in and it's all fun. And yeah, and the whole camp, everyone's like playing it. So it's really fun. It's basically, every time we get back from activity, it's go to the Gaga Pit. Yeah. Every time we have free time, everyone's just sitting in the Gaga Pit. Yeah. They're either in the Gaga Pit or they're like at the ping pong table. So mainly in the we have pit. some people talking about their experience with the Gaga Pit at Wembley because yeah. we have one at Wembley now. So let's hear it. Hi, I'm Millie and I'm Nicola, and today we're here with Jackson, Luke, 
Jackson 6A. <laughs> Jackson from 3A. Jake from 3A. Candice from 3A. And Eden from 6A. And today we're just going to be asking them a few questions about Gaga. So what is Gaga Ball, Luke? So it's basically a game we play in this uh, arena plus pit. And so you start off, everybody's on the wall, and then someone throws the ball into the middle, and they everybody shouts, gar, gar, go, and then when you say go, you can run and hit the ball into other people's, well, into other people. Um, describe the gaga pit. It's kind of like a rectangle. Well, it's like a rect. It's a rectangle. It's got blue in the middle. Uh, it's the walls made out of wood. It's got a little step at the bottom. Okay. What are the rules? So, as Luke said, you have to touch a wall at the start, and then whenever the ball bounces, on you say gar on the first bounce, and gar on the second bounce, and you say gar on the third bounce. Basically, you have to try and hit it into other people's legs, and, um, and make sure it doesn't hit your leg. Um, is it fun? Yes. Okay, um, now, Jackson, what's the worst injury you've ever had playing it? Um, when, when I, was, I was trying to get out and then someone pushed me back and then I hit myself really hard on the wood and I might go to Massive Grace. Um, well, when we went to Camp Kangaroobie, Camp um, the Gaga pit had brick on the bottom and I scraped my um, knuckles on it. I... Accident. I was getting out, and then my, I accidentally like landed on my um big toe, and like, and it kind of like went, um went back a little bit, and that hurt. Um, when we were we when the Gaga pit wasn't here, we used to play where we used to play down ball, and I scraped my knuckles, and I had blood pouring out. And then on the day after, I did the exact same thing, and now I've got skulls in my knuckles. What is the highest round like you've made it into? Have you made it into the top two, the top three? Or? Um, I've made it into the top two before. I won a game. Top three? Won lots of games. Top two. Well, thank you for letting us interview you. And on the count of two, you're all going to say bye. Gaga ball is a good addition to the school. Yes, yes. But the only bad thing I can see about it is because when the year fives go to camp this year, they're not going to have the excitement that we had because yeah. we didn't know the Gaga ball pit was there. Yeah. Now, they're, now the guys are like, oh, here at Kangaroo, we have a great sport called Gaga. But like, oh, we've already played that. And yeah. then it's not going to be as good because, I don't know, it was better. Yeah, it was... At, it, better at camp because it's more like organized and sort of you know it's only one grade every day it's not like oh i'm gonna wait is it this year oh this oh to this day it's only grade six it's always just grade five grade five grade five yeah it's good anyway um so yeah it's the gaga pit 
And now we have uh, Vassie's return, which is also Miss Dark Angelo. So let's hear from her. Now. So Miss Dark Angelo's returned to Wembley, but she's now called Vassie because that's her first name. So we'll see what she's been doing on her break and uh, in this interview. Isn't that right, Luke? Yeah. Hi, I'm Tessa. I'm Nicola. And I'm Sigrid. And we're from the 2018 Podcasting Club. Today we have... Vassie, one of the assistant principals lucky enough to work with the beautiful children at Wembley here today so we're just gonna ask you a few questions um since you've been on family leave so yeah Um, tell us a bit about your time away from Wembley oh thank you for that question well my time away from Wembley um has has entailed lots of fond memories about Wembley and popping in and out a lot to learn about all the great learning and um, that the students have done. But my my time away from Wembley has been learning how to be a mum to two children. So I went away um, three and a half years ago and had Elle and then I came back and worked here and then I went away again and had little Rose. So I have two daughters, Elle and Rose, and um, we've had lots of fun together, like going to library story time and going to gymnastics and um, Jimbaroo and different things like that. And we had a holiday in Hawaii, and I'm just enjoying quality time with my lovely family. So, oh, thank you. It really was. It certainly was Sigrid. Um, Sigrid? Uh, how have you found your start at Good question. And um, I'm asked that question a lot by lots of lovely people in our community. Like, how are you going, Vassie, since you've arrived back? And the quick question and the one word I think of is exhilarated. I've been so exhilarated and excited to come back and work with um, the lovely teachers and the students. And what I always say to the children as I'm introducing myself to the new faces that haven't met me before in the early years or saying day again to the children who I've seen from when they were super little and are now in grade six, um, I say to them, um, it's great to be back. I feel privileged to be working here and ensuring that um, the hardworking teachers have everything they need to ensure our students are happy and safe so they can learn. So it's been a great start. Lots of learning for me and, um, you know, relearning some of the ways that we did things and um, learning new research that makes Wembley the best place to be for our little children. Um, Has Wembley changed much since you last were here? Uh, It has changed a little bit. Uh, We spoke about this with all the teachers last week when we had a meeting, which we call a learning community meeting, and I said um, some things have changed in that um, we've got even better with learning how to support our students and um, differentiate the learning to make sure they're engaged and they're all learning at their own pace. Um, But the one thing that stayed the same is that um, the beautiful culture at Wembley. Um, When you walk around the schoolyard and it feels good to be here because you see smiles on the children's faces and when you walk into classroom they're engaged and they're talking about their learning and they're able to articulate their goals. Um, So some things have changed in that they've gotten even better 
Um, but a lot of things have stayed the same in that it's just the most wonderful place to be. Uh, what are you looking forward to this year? What am I looking forward to? That's a very good question. All the hard-hitting questions here. Uh, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to um, building relationships with people that I hadn't met before, like our early years children, perhaps some ones who I hadn't met before and their families, and also the teachers that have arrived since I was on leave. Um, and most importantly, I'm looking forward to seeing all the magnificent learning progress of our students, which is one of our main goals here. Um, a favourite thing of ours to ask is, um, if you have a favourite joke, can you tell us it? <laughs> oh, gee, I sure could. Let's have a think. There's some jokes I have that people say, oh, they're not very funny or they're not very cool. Um, what's a joke I can tell you? Um, oh, there's one I used to say in my class and it was about maths and it was what did the number zero say to the number eight? Oh, a nice belt. Nice belt, that's right. And that always gets a little chuckle. <laughs> so there you go. You knew the answer to that one, didn't you, Nicola? <laughs> um, well, thank you for your time and effort for this wonderful interview. Hope you have a good day and bye. Thank you. You're most welcome. And can I just say... Um, I'm so proud seeing the three of you up here as leaders in our school and um, it's great to see you working together and possibly in the future seeing you as editors of big um, media corporations. Thank you very much. Very professional. Well done. Thank you. So I reckon I, I, I like Ms. D'Arcangelo. She, yeah, she's she's a, nice. She'd wasn't like, she the assistant principal? Yeah, she was like an assistant principal at one point. Wasn't she? I think so. When we were like prep or grade one, grade two, something like that. Yeah, so Mr. Duncan is a good teacher and um, I'm happy to have her back at Wembley. Mm. So next next up is the name game. You probably wonder what the name game is. We're mainly talking about the fact that, you know, Mr. Lawless is called Terry. Ms. But Jones you'll find out Harry. more about that coming up next. is basically it's not an actual game it's just choosing whether you wanted to be called let's say let's just use miss mcclue as an example she yes, yes, yes. she could either be chosen to be called katie miss mcclue miss katie maybe not miss katie but you know that's basically the name game and we've got a bunch of interviews about yes. people choosing to either keep their name or not keep their name or change their name or not change their name or yes yeah. precisely luke Mm-hmm. Let's find out now. Today we're, gonna, today we're playing the name game and we've got... Anne-Marie. Um, so we'd just like to ask you a few questions about your name. Why did you choose either way? Why did you choose Anne-Marie or Mrs Jones? Well, I've been Mrs Jones since I've been at Wembley for about 13 or 14 years. And at all my two of my other schools, I was Anne-Marie, and I really like the feel of that and the sound of that. My friends call me Anne-Marie, my family will call me Anne-Marie, um, and yeah, Mrs Jones just sounds a little bit formal. I like having first names, and that's why when we took it to school council to ask what they thought, 
they had some some um, of the parents had reservations about it, thinking that oh well the teachers will lose a lot of respect, and I don't believe that's the case at all. I think you earn respect as a person. It's not your name and your title that gives you respect. So I just like being called Anne Marie. I liked hearing the sound of it at assembly. I like it when I'm walking through the playground and people say Anne Marie, hi. And sometimes it's it's certainly better than hearing mum mum all the time. When I'm at the supermarket, I turn around and sometimes think no. No, actually my daughter isn't here. But I think first names are good. I thought a lot more of the teachers would embrace it, but, you know, I I think it's a learning curve and we just have to wait and people will slowly get used to the, the, the term and, and getting, get used to calling the teachers by their first name. I do believe that, I was talking to a parent just last week, that we're the only school in the area, um, Kingsville and Yarraville West, they call their teachers by their first name. So we're one of the only schools not to do that. Are you happy with your choice? I am happy with my choice. Now, the choice of the name Anne-Marie, I probably wouldn't have chosen that for myself, but that was my mum and dad's choice, and I got to choose my daughter's name. So I suppose that's fair. But I am happy with the choice, yes. How's the school found it? Because I know that I've found it very, like, kind of like hard to remember because I've sure, been here Tessa. for seven years now and calling it, you Miss Jones. It's a transition, isn't it, that people yeah. have to get used to and any change is a transition and we try and help people manage that and make it as smooth as they can. I know, I know. That's like lots of things, though, isn't it? You know, like the grade sixes who left last year didn't get to the benefit or the experience of the gaga pit. So it's one of those things that schools are always changing and and people are changing, you know, new teachers come and go. It was absolutely the teacher's choice whether they wanted to be called by their first name or still be Miss, Mrs or Mr. So that's their choice. Um, And there was no pressure on anybody to, to change their name. It's just the people who would like to be. I, personally, I think first name basis is nice, welc- nice and welcoming. It's easy for the parents, it's easy for the children, and it's easy for all the staff members. And look, really, the kids, you all know all the teachers' first names anyway, don't you? Yes. That's no. what I think. Don't you? No, but we all wear them on their badges, so I think you do. And it doesn't, to me, it's not a sign of more or less respect. Okay. I think it's a sign of um, friendship. Um, thanks for your time, Anne-Marie, and we look forward to calling you Anne-Marie. I know, I look forward to hearing it. Thank you. Hi, my name's Lenny, and I'm Tessa. And I'm Gemma. And we're from the podcast studio. And today we have... Mr. Penberthy. And Linda. Okay, so we're gonna we're playing the name game, and we're going to ask you a few questions about your name. So, why did you choose either way? Uh, I chose to have my students call me Linda because I feel like it's less formal and even though I'm not their friend because I'm their teacher, I just think it's more casual and I I like it. That's my name. Uh, For me, um, not many people really call me Tom. Uh, My family calls me Thomas and I think it would be weird if I had students call me Thomas. Uh, and we did a class vote as well last year when we did our transition day and they chose to keep it as Mr Pemberthy and, and I had no issue either way. 
so it's still Mr. Penbethy. I was going to say we had a class vote, but I didn't think we were allowed to say we had a class vote, Mr. Penbethy, so I didn't mention that. That's, that's, because, that's, that's why I said it was last year, and we don't yeah. have decided it. We had a class vote last year as well, and my class decided to call me Linda and Miss Baker Lisa. Mm. Um, I'm very happy with my choice. My only concern is that sometimes if I am expecting a student to respond to me in a particular way, I will say, thank you, Mrs. Turner. And then I remember that I'm calling myself Linda. So I forget that I'm actually what my name is, which is really sad, but that's because I'm really old. How do the classes find, like how does your class find the vote kind of thing? Uh, my class was perfectly happy. That we, I think it was 17 to 9. So whoever, uh, that was for first name. And, yeah, my class is just fine. And it's not a thing now because it's been we've been doing it now for two weeks. It's just Linda. That's my name, Lisa. All good. Yeah, it hasn't been an issue. And I should say that Mr Laws did advise us not to have a class vote this year. Uh, but it already, had already happened last year that we've moved on and it's not an issue and I'm sure that Lenny and Gemma, you can say that it doesn't matter if you call me Mr Penbethy or Mr P uh, at the moment. Yeah. Happy days in uh, 6D. <laughs> it's not a competition. <laughs> no, of course. 6 <laughs> Miss Latrash? Um, why did you choose Miss Latrash instead of Olivia this year? Uh, I chose Mr. Trash because um, in France you wouldn't call your teacher by their first name, so it's really staying with the um, the French culture. In my old school I used to be Olivia, so I have no problem with that, but because I'm the French teacher we're going to stay with the culture. Are you happy with your name staying as Mr. Trash? Yeah, yeah, quite happy, yes. Um, the classes that you have held, um, do you uh, they found it easy because it wasn't a there was no change from last year um, but I forgot to tell a few classes so they had to stop me and say we don't know what to call you so I had to clarify that how have you found that having another French teacher helping you out it's been wonderful. It's really nice to have someone to talk to and she's got lots of experience um, in teaching French in a different school so we can compare our experiences and really um, get ideas from each it's other. Also, it's, also, it's also handy because if you want to talk about someone, you can always speak in French because no one else will know. Mm, but would we do that? Yes, we would. Um, <laughs> we have... Madame Caitlin, I think it is, mm -hmm. for French on Wednesdays. So, yeah. Excellent. And who's the best French teacher? We're not going to say this on air. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, um, so we'd like to ask you a few questions about your name. Okay. So why did you choose Miss Tan? Um, I just thought I'd just keep it the same and make it simple because the whole school knows me as Miss Tan already. And... Yeah, so I just thought I'd 
give it a go and then if I might change it next year we'll see what happens and my first name if you don't know is Gina Regina is my full name but I like being called Gina so my my um so I've got a cut I've got a cousin and their grandpa their grand their grandma is called Gina mm. um and she just lives around the block um there you go. and she always pretends she always pretends that she's our grandparent <laughs> that's cute um are you happy with that choice that you made i am actually but it's really interesting um how um you know as a music teacher i i try to remember who which teacher has chosen to keep um, you know their last name or has chosen to be called their first name so but ev- I think anyone will, will answer to whichever like you know Mr. Gravit will be called will answer if you call Mr. Gravit or Ainsley and same for Mr. Simmons or Matt I think I think it's pretty cool can you tell us a bit about music club so if any kids are interested in it yes I'm very excited about music club um so we will be doing things. Yes, music club plug. <laughs> um, we'll be doing songs that we don't do in the classroom. So we'll be singing songs, uh, playing some music games, do a bit of percussion, a bit of ukulele. My year sixes this year are doing more band instruments. So I'm hoping that um, it'll be an opportunity for some of them to do more of that sort of stuff later on in the year. So things like guitar, um, keyboard, drums, bass, a bit of singing. So just bits and pieces of everything. So we're, we're still, we still haven't found what we're about completely yet, but I do want to do performances in school and outside of school. We'll do Kingsville Christmas carols at the end of the year, as well as our own if we do um, have them. We'll have an incursion, I'm thinking start middle of term two, where um, someone will come in and help us with our choir singing. So just lots of things I'm really excited about. So I'm hoping that years three to six kids will come and join. Yeah. Um, will we be having any concerts or music calls in the music club? N- well, not... Well, no. Not concerts per se, but little performances. Yeah. I, I haven't completely figured it out yet, but we might do an assembly thing or we might perform to other classes. I'm not entirely sure yet. So watch this space. Hi, my name's Lily. I'm Tessa. And I'm Jimmy. And we're from the podcast We've got Mr. Mr. Elliot. <laughs> um, we're playing the name game and we'd like to ask you a few questions. So why did you choose either way for your name? I thought about it and either Mr. Elliot or Craig would have worked, but as I started with Mr. Elliot, I decided just to continue that way. Um, uh, are you and the class happy about that choice? Uh, yes. Everyone calls me Mr. Elliot and I uh, haven't had any dis- disagreeable tones. Um, we didn't have a vote. I know some classes had a vote, but um, I, I don't think it matters. I, I think whatever you call it, it just becomes a um, just a way of uh, naming somebody and everyone lives with it in the end, unless it's a really difficult name. 
like, I don't know, I can't think of one, but it had been really difficult. That might have been a problem. But Elliot's pretty easy, so, yeah. Oh, that was easy. Thanks, thanks, guys. Bye. So it's interesting to know how teachers, you know, um, like, what was their reasons to change your name or not change your name? Mm. Yeah. Um. So, look, do you think it's weird to call the teacher by the first name, or is it not well, I mean, weird, or do well, you like uh, it? Or? If you if you're okay, uh, if someone wants to choose to determine my then real name, okay, that was that was that wasn't good grammar. I prefer to call him Mr. Collins because I'm just I'm used to calling teachers by their last names and Mister. Like introducing them. By the formally. way, Luke's teacher is Mr. Collins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we already officialified that, Mitch. <clears throat> yep. Anyway, but you know, you can call him. Sh- I, I, some some people in our class call him Shane, but I just feel like I'm just not used to it. Yeah, yeah, but I guess like, cause I guess the preps, cause they'll be brought up with that. So when they're year six, I bet you they'll be calling all the teachers. You know, by the first name, because we've been here for seven years, we're used to that. But the preps, they've just been here and they've just experienced that. So probably when they're in year six, they'll, 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 that's that'll be the expectation. They'll already know. That's what you do. Yeah. So coming up next is the outro. <laughs> I mean, coming up next is next week's episode. Uh. things up we've got house points where you mm. can it's yeah it's basically if you've seen harry potter then you'll know what it is if you do something good you get house points if you do something bad you get minus house points yes yes and if you do good and all at the end of the year you get like an award it's like and the that. grade five sixes right now are working together mm. in crookshank coolen mciver and uh westgate westgate yeah and we, I'm not sure about the, the grade three and four, so I think uh, I'm actually not too sure. We're trying to get the whole school involved. Yeah. So this is like a practice year because we've never done this before mm. with like two year levels or more. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of practice year. And um, next week we might try and catch some other returning members of staff to see how they're going just for an interview because mm-hmm. there's more staff that are new to Wembley. So, anyway, yeah. thank you for listening to this very detailed podcast on This Week at Wembley. So remember, you can uh, go to Podbean and search up What Up Wembley. We're on iTunes as well um, and on the Wembley website. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Tell all your friends. Yeah. Tell your pe- friends in China. Tell your people at the middle of the earth. Tell your people <laughs> on Mars. Tell everyone about this good podcast. Yep. And we can make it to the number one podcast in the world, which is definitely going to happen. Signing off, I'm Mitch. And I'm Luke. Bye. Bye. See ya.